Welcome to the Pad the Stats podcast, your destination for everything fantasy football and where fantasy title hopes come true. And now, your host, James Swanson. All right, welcome back into Pad the Stats fantasy football podcast. We have another dynasty edition. We're going to do a 24-player mock, two rounds, 12-team simulated mock draft. It's going to be myself, Pat Cotter and Jake Meyer, two of uh, the guys that, well, they're on the podcast all the time, my two uh, biggest co-hosts, if you will. Uh, Thanks, Pat, Jake, for joining the show. Jake, I'll start with you, buddy, before we get into this mock draft. Let me ask you first, man. you got to be on cloud nine. Your Tampa Bay Bucks head into the Super Bowl. They're playing a home game. Oh, man, it's a sports fan's dream. I mean, what more could you ask for? Your favorite team in the biggest game of the year with my favorite player of all, you know, favorite football player of all time, pretty much on my team it doesn't get any better so let me ask you this and uh we won't spend too much time on this but how do you think the bucks what what gives them the best chance to win this game we got to have a c plus patty mahomes he's got to throw two interceptions probably we got to have an inverted fumble i mean they're i'm scared but i mean luck's been on our side this whole time i'm hoping it continues to roll that way yeah i think if they can get continue to get some pressure on mahomes um you know, we were talking about this yesterday, how it seems like you roll out Mahomes and it's 350 yards and two touchdowns every time because he's just so damn good. So you're right. You almost have to get like a C plus Mahomes because otherwise it's just so hard to play against. That's just going to be such an interesting matchup. I'm really excited about it. Uh, so Pat, buddy, thank you for kind of setting up our draft board. So Pat put together a bunch of guys we're just going to go one, two, three, one, two, three. We'll start with Jake, then to Pat, then to me. Um, so, buddy, welcome again to the podcast. I know we just did our, uh, when we had the trade, the Dynasty podcast back in early December, you were on that one. Uh, so thanks again for jumping on the show with us. No problem, man. It's good to be back. You know, I'm really excited to get into this rookie class. Um it's a good one. It's a ridiculous one. You know, we, it's funny, you know, you still have football going on and you still got the Super Bowl coming up. And again, Jake, like Swan said earlier, just savor this time, man. Like there's nothing like your team being in the Super Bowl. I know it's been a while for you, kind of like us, but uh, it just savor it, man. Like I said, you know, this is awesome time. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we got a great rookie class coming up and ready to get into it, man. Absolutely. A great rookie class. And uh, it's funny because we're we're going to get ready to release more podcasts, especially this week with the Senior Bowl. So we'll do a Senior Bowl preview and post um, after the game on Saturday. We'll release one Monday to wrap that up. So we'll be taking a look at some of the guys that are going to be playing in that game. Some of the guys that we're going to talk about in tonight's mock draft are playing in that game. This is actually a really good Senior Bowl. Pat and I were talking about this the other day, just how many really big name guys, headliners, right, Pat, that are going to be playing in the senior bowl on Saturday. Oh yeah. I mean, it, this has got to be one of the, I mean, as for as long as I've been following the senior bowl, like you get some good guys, maybe one or two of like the, the mid crop level talents, but you know, it just seems like this year is just ridiculous. you like, I mean, Najee's there. Um, you have Tylen Wallace and guys that we're going to be getting into here, like here soon that we're talking about, that are in the senior bowl. And usually it's like you get one guy, maybe two guys, but this is just here. It's just packed. Yeah. So I think is Kadarius Tony there. Yes. Kadarius is there. Okay. I, to be honest with you, he's probably one of, if not one of the guys, you know, I'm most excited to see. Um, 
I know we've, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited about him he's and excited. we'll talk about him because he's going to be in this mock draft. Yes, he is. Um, okay. Let's do this thing. So Jake, why don't you kick it off? Uh, before we, we do the mock, um, we're going to do this kind of like treat it as a super flex, uh, like our 10 team league. I think that's probably the best way to go about this. Yep. Okay. So, uh, quarterbacks, a whole more value. I, I could probably make your pick for you, but go ahead. Who are you taking at number one? Yeah, this is, this is the easiest, easiest pie. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence and I don't need any explanation. Just watch the film. Yeah. It's, uh, it doesn't get much easier than that. You're right. We don't really even need to spend it. That's time all I on it. He's, I mean, the biggest QB prospects, maybe since luck. Um, I think it's a good situation in Jacksonville. Uh, potentially, you know, there's some playmakers there. Maybe they go out and get a guy like Pitts too. So, okay. Trevor Lawrence at one. That's easy. Pat, who are you taking at number two? Uh, I'm going to be going with Justin Fields. I think that he, the, the people that were, were hating on him earlier in the year, all fake that Justin Fields is the real, is the real deal. Might not go number two, but he's still going to be a stud. I'm taking him here. Okay. Let me ask you this. Where, where do you think Justin Fields goes uh, in the NFL, which team is he going to land on? Uh, dude, I've been hearing a lot of about a lot of rumors about Zach Wilson going above him. I've seen some mocks where people even put Trey Lance above him. I think it's going to come down to the teams, individual, you know, views on these guys. But I mean, I just think what I from what I see from Justin Fields, he is you know a another step above Zach Wilson uh, and Trey Lance. So he'd be the one I would go for here. Yeah, I'm. I'm not the biggest Fields guy. I'll, I'll admit that, but and we've watched a lot of him, Jake, uh, you and I, especially because while well, he's tormented Penn State the last couple of years, um, but we've gotten to see him a good bit. I know you really like him. Um, I like him. I'm not quite there yet to think that he's going to be, you know, have a. I, I think it depends. I guess is what I'm getting out on the situation a little bit. Um, but I think in a two QB league like this, if I'm sitting at number two, I'm with you, Pat. I'm, I think I'm taking fields as well. Okay. So at number three, he makes the throws. You yeah, I need to, I need to sit down. on it. He makes yeah, all the throws. I need to sit down and we need, I need to do a little bit more in-depth tape on him other than just the live action that I've seen him. But yeah, I, I need to need to get into him a little bit more and break down that tape further. Uh, so I guess to me at number three, you know, thinking about how this is a two QB league, we have Lawrence and then Fields, how we really think it's going to go in our draft as well. Um, look, I've seen enough, I think, from Najee Harris here that I'm I'm going him. Okay. Uh, all things aside, I mean, I am a big wide receiver guy. And don't get me wrong, I think Devontae is, you know, from what I've seen, just a, an outstanding talent. And I think he's just a different guy in a different body. Like, doing different things. He's crazy. Um, but Najee, I think he's got Le'Veon Bell ability in him. I really do. You know, big guy, 230 pounds. He's got good feet, can catch the ball out of the backfield. So I'll take Najee at number three. So Jake, uh, back up to you at number four. I will, uh, I'll take Jamar Chase. He just has that NFL body. Um, he's just, set ready for the NFL. Devontae Smith is a great talent and he could tear up the league. But if you look, I always try to compare Devontae Smith to CeeDee Lamb. And I think CeeDee Lamb jumps off the page a little bit more than Devontae Smith. And obviously CeeDee trans 
you know, his game is transferred to the NFL. So I'm taking Jamar Chase just because I know his big body will transfer to the NFL. How, I'm a little worried are, about Devontae. Are you worried at all that Chase, you know, didn't play this year? We only really have a year of tape on him? No, not at all. Okay. Pat, who are you going with at five? Devonta Smith. I think that's my that would be who I'd go with here. You know, the the top with the top running back, the top quarterbacks, the top uh the other top wide receiver there. I'm gonna take another stud. I got I don't think Devonta Smith can miss. Honestly, I'm not worried about his size. He looks great when he's playing and he's played against top competition and dominated. So that's who I'm going with. Okay, how big do we think the jump is? Devonta Smith, as far as the receivers, Devonta Smith, Jamar Chase, and then there's a little bit of a gap there between, say, our next group of guys, Bateman, Waddle, Terrace Marshall, Rondo Moore. I mean, I, I really love Bateman, too. I don't know about Rondo Moore yet, but I love I Bateman. Yeah, I know you do. Man, I love Bateman. I ain't going to get him, but I love him. You know, this is tough for me because I really, really like Travis Etienne. I'm not, I, I think I am starting to fall more for Javonta Williams. Uh, but I just took a running back at three. So just for, for, you know, the fun of it, I think I'll stay away from ETN, even though I, I really do like him. Um, Jake, you know, Pat and I talked the other day when we were watching Bateman's film at Minnesota, and we both thought that he's a can't miss player. So I'm going to go with a can't miss guy here and I'll take Rashad Bateman at six. Dang, dang. That's a reach, but the reach according to the, you know, the experts per se, but. I like it. I think, you know, you got to go with can't miss players in this sort of thing. Or, you know, if you think you have the, you know, you can take the risk, but that's the risk you're willing to take. So uh, we're, we're going to have some more quarterbacks go here shortly. So I, I will talk about them in a minute. Um, but I'm very short. Pretty sold that. Uh, yeah, I'd rather have Bateman over the rest of those quarterbacks. Okay, go ahead, uh, Jake, back to you at seven. I'm taking the game breaker. Trey Lance. I love him. I, I, I love his, I love his ceiling, I guess would be the more, I mean, he could, he could be Patty Mahomes 2.0. I mean, that's saying a lot and probably not the Patty Mahomes level, but if he plays up to Josh Allen's level, that's a home run. I just don't know if Zach Wilson has that ceiling. Yeah. So if there's one guy that we, we've watched a lot of the quarterbacks uh, to this point, and, and I just mentioned that I need to watch more fields, but I've seen a good bit of him. I have not really watched Trey Lance to this point. Um, he had just the one showcase game this year. I saw a little bit of his highlight film from last year. Um, I mean, the guy seems to really play a lot of mistake-free football. I don't think, did he throw an interception? I don't, maybe he had none or something crazy like last year, I think. It wasn't many. He threw his, He threw none last year, and he threw his first of his college career in his only game of this year. Yeah, that showcase game they played. Essentially, that's what it was. Hey, Swan, did you ever go? Yeah. Did you watch that? Did you watch that Jordan Love video I sent you the other day? Uh, no, I didn't. Why? I'm telling you, telling this is a PS, PSA for all, all everybody listening. Go buy Jordan Love low. I'm telling you, watch that film, dude. Dude's got it. It might be a couple years, but yeah, I had him rated higher than uh, than Herbert, which. Is not going to happen at this point, but I did. Okay, that was all. All right, I appreciate it. No, I, I, I like Trey Lance is off the board at seven to Jake. So Pat, who are you taking at eight? 
Uh, wait, so with uh, Trey Lance off the board, I'm just going to go ahead and take the other top running back in the class here, Travis Etienne. I still love him. You know, I watch both these guys. I like them both for what they got. Uh, Etienne has some work to do, but you can't deny the athletic prowess he has. So uh, there's not too many guys that can break open a game like Travis Etienne. Yeah, pretty impressed with his tape. Uh Pat, you mentioned just the contact balance and his ability to just seem to he he break he's so explosive and he breaks a lot of tackles. Um, yeah, he is a game game wrecker. He can be a game wrecker. He's that guy who is going to rip off that sixty yard run, you know, at the blink of an eye, um, which you really got to love in a guy. And I honestly, at six, really thought about taking him there. And I honestly. Like I said, if I wouldn't have taken Najee at three just for the sake of this, I you know probably would take ETN there. Um, I think he's another can't-miss guy. Okay, so back to me at nine then. I, I tell you what, I, I'm still in love with Rondell Moore. I'll go Rondell Moore here. It's close between him and Waddle for me um, with Marshall behind them, but that might change, to be honest with you. In a couple weeks, that might change. So I'll go Rondell Moore at nine. Uh just love again. I, I you're laughing. I love what he can do with the ball in his hands. Um, he is my kind of guy. I you know I drafted Debo, drafted DJ Moore. You know I love these kind of players. So he is electric. He's the closest thing uh, to at least a body body wise is Tyree Kill that you're gonna find. Um, basically the same size, five ten. Um, you know one eighty one eighty five. Um. Yeah, I'm not saying he's as fast as Tyree Kill. That's you know kind of a different level speed at sub four three. But in terms of explosiveness, what he can do catching the ball down the seam in the screen game, a um, couple handoffs a game, the way they use him on end arounds and things like that. Uh, but he can stretch the field. He tracks the ball well. I love everything about Rondo Moore. So I'll take him at nine. Jake, who are you going with here at ten? Oh, this is a no brainer. This is definitely Zach Wilson, only because. I did the same thing last year. I was like, eh, Justin Herbert just doesn't pop off the screen. I just don't really see much. All of a sudden, you know, he's the best quarterback. I'm taking Zach Wilson as an insurance policy. Quarterbacks normally end up paying off when you draft them at 10 here. I mean, if you have Zach Wilson at 10 in your super flex draft, you got to take him. That's crazy not to, especially if his draft, if his draft capital is in the top yeah, I would agree. 15 picks. Yeah, I think it's pretty much guaranteed that he's going to be going top 10, honestly. Um, I hear a lot of talk about him even going number two. So if he goes number two, you know he's going to be going higher than number 10. So great pick. Um, so I will, uh, you know what? I'm going to go, I'm going to go with my boy here. You know, he might be, there's a lot of good value on the board, but I just love this guy's film. Another guy that I really just don't think misses unless he goes into offense, it's going to, use him improperly even then i think he can be play all over the field and that man is kyle pitts uh wide receiver slash tight end from florida i think he can really do anything you want him to and if he goes to a creative offense he could be uh i mean jimmy graham i mean what jimmy graham was back in the day and i mean he's just ridiculous talent ridiculous athleticism give me all right that's uh, about where we think pitts is going to go in our uh, super flex too. I would expect him to go somewhere between uh, maybe nine and 12. Uh, 
If Dwayne gets in, I'm going to be so mad. I might take him at nine. It's a, I mean, it's a great um, pick for D. So if he ends up listening, here's a little nugget for you, D. Go with him. He ain't going to listen. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, to round out the first round at 12. So, so far, we have had uh, we've had quarterbacks, Lawrence, Fields, Lance, Wilson. So we've had four quarterbacks. Um, we've had, what, two running backs, ETN and Najee. And... What we've had Chase, Devonta, uh, Moore, Bateman. So we've had four four receivers and then the tight end. Uh, all right, I'll round out the first round here with taking another guy who I think um, you know missed a lot of this season due to injury, but I think he is in the right situation. Another extremely explosive playmaker, guy who can make an impact in the return game and who can do uh, so many things in the open field, and that's Jalen Waddle. If you watch him, I mean, he is just really, really electric, really fast. It, you know, week to week, when you put on Bama's tape, I mean, Devonta this year was far and away better than everybody else in the country. But you could make the argument the last two years, like week to week, you know, take your pick at a Bama receiver, and they, you could say, oh, that's the best one. Like they are all very, very good, and Waddle's no exception. Even though he didn't play this year, um, you know, don't let that um, stray, you know, stray you away from not picking the guy. Uh, it's not an injury that's going to hold him up. Obviously, he was a little gimpy in the national championship game, but Jalen Waddle is very explosive, and in the right situation, he's going to be a playmaker. I'll take Waddle at twelve. So let's get the second round started. Jake, back to you at thirteen. And uh, I apologize. Did Javante Williams go? No, he didn't. No, sir. I'll say definitely take Javante Williams in. I think that's a great third running back off the board. There even some people saying over ETN. I like Javante. He's very impressive. Um, Really kind of burst onto the scene this year and, you know, uh, captured a lot of hearts. He's kind of the the, the darling right now in the scenes in the fantasy community. So uh, I imagine he'll be a popular guy. Uh. Pat, is he an underclassman or is he, a, he's not a senior bowl guy, right? I know Michael Carter is. He's a soft, uh, he's a junior. I mean, he's a, he's a okay. junior. Yeah. Uh, who are you going with at 14? So at 14, I'm going to take a guy that I think I might be a little bit higher than some right now. Uh, I don't know. I think he's starting to, he got a little bit of buzz earlier, but not quite falling off. Maybe falling off a little bit. That man is uh Terrace Marshall out of LSU. Thought he played really well, ended up uh, for the most of this year. And uh, at uh, halfway through, he kind of, he well, he opted out. Thought he put a good enough uh, film on tape, and I thought he did too. You know, that LSU team was pretty bad this year. So he's kind of like, all right, I'm just going to start getting ready. And I think he's going to be a uh, a very good wide receiver. Gives me some, some T. Higgins vibes. Maybe not quite T. Higgins, but a little, I think I see a little bit in him, so. Uh, Terrace Marshall will be my pick. Yeah, Terrace Marshall is a guy who I think has a lot of upside. And, uh, you know, if he turns out his rookie season or turns in a rookie season similar to, say, what Michael Pittman did for Indy, um, I think that would be a pretty good comp. I think he could do something along those lines. You know, Michael Pittman really ended up having a pretty strong second half for the Colts. Um, him and Phillip Rivers kind of got a, uh, you know, rapport going there. And I think that Terrace Marshall could have a similar impact that he did you know, really, you know, depending on where he goes. Um, but, but yeah, Terrace Marshall is a guy I could see rising up boards too. Okay. At 15, 
I tell you what, just for the, you know, the sake that, that this is a, I'm torn here because I want, I kind of want to go a couple different ways. The fact that we have a two QB league, I think I'll, I'm, I'm going to give some uh, premium here and I'll take, I'll take Kyle Trask. Now it's close for me between Trask and Mac Jones somewhat at this point. Again, this is very dependent on, on where these quarterbacks end up, right? We know that. But uh, I like Trask's ability to, I think, move a little bit more than Jones, um, make some plays, um, you know, improvise and ad hoc a little bit. And I think that I'm not super in love with the arm talent, at least what I've seen so far. But I'll take Trask uh, here at 15 in a super flex league. Jake, back to you. I'll take... uh... This guy, he looks NFL ready. He's got a big, I don't want to say big body, but he just makes NFL catches. He is uh, Iman Ross St. Brown. He just, he looks the part, man. Makes big time catches. I watched like an overtime USC game this year, and he made this sweet end zone oh, catch. Yeah. I was, Who player. was that against? Uh, was, it was that, an, oh, it was was that Arizona? Was that their second yeah, game? Yeah, it might have been. Game? I, think, I think I remember know what you're talking about. Yeah, they came back. They kind of they came back. They were getting crushed. Yeah. And then they yeah. uh, came back and won it. Yeah, it was, I mean, probably almost every USC game this year. But uh, he looks good. I saw a Keenan Allen comp. Yeah, I mean, he's smooth, man. You watch him, he just kind of, he just floats out there. You know, he makes some mistakes, but he, I mean, he looks like a polished receiver. Yep, and his brother's a receiver in the NFL, so he's definitely got the bloodlines. Yeah. Made a big, big drop last night. Massive. <laughs> okay, where are we at here? Back to, what are we at, 17, Pat? Go ahead. Yep, that'll be me. Um, let's see here. So I think I'm, well, I'm going to go running back again here. I'm going to get a guy who really kind of came on towards the end of the year. Um, I think he's going to kind of go up boards. You know, I am a little worried that he might be a guy that's going to be hot and cold, you know, not always kind of a guy that when he plays hard, he's going to be dominant, but he had, he kind of disappeared at points this year. So that does worry me. Going to have to dig into the tape a little bit more, but I'm going to take Trey Sermon um, out of Ohio state. Now was at Oklahoma, but he looks good, man. So he looks like a guy who can at least be a three down back. Makes NFL cuts. I agree. He looks good. Powerful, too. Yeah, NFL powerful. Yeah. Um, he looks so dominant at times. Then you put on that Northwestern game, and I don't think that that's that bad of a defense. I mean, they're they're in the Big Ten Championship. Um, you know, I mean, he tore him up for 200 year, plus. Honestly. Like, yeah, I, I mean, you know, he just at times he looked very dominant. I was very impressed with the way he ran. It was a shame that he got hurt so early in that Ohio in that uh, championship yeah. game. Uh, but man, he ran really well in that two game in those two games. And really, he came on towards the end of the season. I know they that they only played I think what six games or something like that in the regular season. Um, but he came on, and uh, yeah, I'm, I tell you what, that's a guy that do your homework. Because w- what version are you going to get? Like you said, Pat, what, which Trey Sermon are you going to get? If, if, if it's the guy that was running the ball like he was at the end of the season, uh, that's a special dude. It, it looks like a special dude. So, All right, so Sermon at 17. I'm going to go with my guy, Kadarius Tony. 
nice pick. another guy like that i like of course pat you've been mocking him to me a lot and uh i mean i just love this dude he is electric he's can juke anybody out of a phone booth he's that quick um just love what he can do with the ball in his hands and especially you know even route running um he's a guy who kind of like tyreek i mean he you put him in open space one-on-one if he's matched up against safety or he gets a mismatch say even against a linebacker um you know slot corner i mean he is going to win a lot of those matchups and i think that that translates to the next level so i like tony a lot and i'll take him at uh 18 jake uh back to you at 19 I'm actually going to go with a pretty hefty reach here, but I really like this guy. I haven't watched a lot of film, but the film I've seen and the plays I've seen on SportsCenter, I'm like, man, who's that guy? And then, obviously, I did some research. Seth Williams from Auburn, wide receiver. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Oh, wow. I did not expect that. But I'm telling you, look out for him. He had a lot of hype. Yeah, a lot of hype in the preseason. Um, heard a lot of guys talking about him. I haven't dug in deep yet, but he's a big dude, um, and uh, I could see it. I could see it. I mean, he, he's your Mike could be your Gandy Golden this year. Hopefully, better than Gandy Golden. <laughs> hey, and Gandy Golden always needed a little time to develop. He came from his. He came from your mother's high school or college. So, Pat, what are you thinking at night at twenty here? We've only had four running back so far go off the board Najee, etn williams and sermon yeah that's kind of wild you usually you know those guys are going to be pushed up but it just kind of goes to show you how strong this quarterback and wide receiver class is i mean there's just so many names that it's good i feel like you know a lot of dynasty drafts could be very different this year just depending on who needs running back who needs wide receiver just so much talent but uh, I'm going to – I have so many guys I want to highlight here, trying to think who you guys might not pick so I can go with them. I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to go with Kenneth Gainwell. Uh, might be over over, over uh, a guy, another guy I like, another running back I like, but I want to kind of make sure nobody forgets about this guy. He looked really good last year. Um, he was the guy that kept Antonio Gibson off the field too. So, and, you know, everybody knows how – good he looks so don't forget to go back and and look at kenneth gainwell uh, a really nice player out of memphis who did opt out all the all year but looked good in the tape a Gainwell's an interesting one they memphis is a team the last few years that's got a lot of production out of their skill guys um and they spread the ball around a lot too um you know they've they've had just a lot of offensive production there at, at memphis the last uh, couple seasons uh Pat, you know, I was a little surprised here, man. I thought you were going to go in another direction. And uh, I'm going to take the guy I thought you were going to take. I'm going to go with an upside play at 20. 21, sorry. I'm, I'm not taking my guy, by the way. If you have that look on your face like you think you know who I'm taking. But I'm going to take Tylen Wallace. I was thinking one other different guy, but uh, I then, but uh, I like the pick. I was thinking it's either one of this guy or another guy. Okay, all right. I think I know who the other guy you thought might have thought was, but uh, uh, he will get picked. By the way, uh, t- yeah. So Tylen Wallace, this you know my attitude on or outlook on Tylen Wallace changed after the second time we back went back and watched him, and I see a lot of upside with this guy. I don't see just a guy that benefits from this, you know, spread him. Uh, you know, big 12 wide open system. I actually think he's a guy who, you know, is going to make some plays down the field at the next level with his speed. 
Um, guy who really high points the ball well, wins a lot of jump balls, tracks the ball well, good hand-eye coordination. I, I really like him as a receiver. He was more polished than I thought he was. I do have some concerns that he's a guy who we saw at Oklahoma State. They scheme him where he only runs routes from the right you know, right side of the formation, the right flanker every time. So, you know, there's going to be, need to be some development in terms of, uh, you know, route, a route tree and working over the field. But I do think he is an outside guy who's going to be used for, for shot plays. Um, and I think he can excel there at the next level. So Tylen Wallace at 21, an upside play for me, Jake, back to you. We have three more picks here in the second round. Uh, Jake to you at 22 as I just uh, smashed my phone. I will take Ramondre Stevenson. Been getting a lot of hype. I think he has the upside. Jake, have you looked up how big he is yet? I just read the uh, today. It was like, what was it? 6'3", <laughs> nah, 250? Yeah, dude, he's huge. I read that. I'm like, I remember look, we were watching his film the other day, and I just look at him like, he's a big boy. And then I look up 250. I go, holy crap. He really is. I like the upside. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he can't scoot though. He no, can't I scoot. Wasn't, I wasn't very impressed, but we'll see what we'll I see. I mean you happens. guys said the same you guys said the same thing about no, Madison that, and that, that yeah, wagon. we did say the same thing about Madison, so I I will take that loss. Well, yeah, true. Matt yeah. Well no hip. Uh you know, this guy is just like he's carrying a caboose on him that's like hundred pounds and he just not he's just not moving very yeah, fast. Yeah, wait till he loses twenty pounds when he gets to the NFL and just lights it yeah, lights it up. That that would be that would be uh that would be yeah, that's true. Go to Pittsburgh. I, I have it I have it in with his trainer. I know what's gonna happen. Oh, is he on the T B twelve? Yeah, T B twelve method. Yeah, he looks like he's on the T B XL method. He doesn't look like he's on T B twelve, that's for sure. Uh all right. So I, I like the pick though. I actually was pretty impressed. Uh with some of his highlights and what he did for Oklahoma, um, you know, other than the fact that he has absolutely no burst whatsoever, I, I like the fact that he can do some <laughs> things in between the tackles and he's a big body. That's how I feel. AJ Dillon. Yeah. All right, Pat, we have, two, we have two more AJ Dillon the other day. Yeah. I don't know what play it was. Somebody <laughs> was on his back and he just like, he was he was already on the ground and he just his just, legs were as big as just extended him. His legs are as big as that DB's torso. Yeah, it was ridiculous. That was a ridiculous play. Yeah, the guy's just massive. All right, Jake or uh, Pat, we have two more picks. Who are you taking here at uh, twenty three? Oh, there's two guys I really want to kind of go with. Um, one is you know one's who I am actually going to go with, and two I'm going to give a shout out after afterwards i don't because i don't think you're going to go with him uh but my pick here is a a man who comes from a school who has been putting out some good wide receivers lately two top five top 10 dynasty wide receivers and that is elijah moore out of ole miss i i really like this guy's tape um has has a really great hands uh Seems like a very good route runner as well. Uh, he is a smaller dude, so he is more of a projects to be more of a slot wide receiver in the NFL. But keep your keep your eye on this guy. I think he could be a riser come draft day. I'm not surprised at this pick from you. I I thought you might go here, uh, try to get him somewhere inside the top 24. Um, I was impressed too at the tape uh, on him, and I'm excited 
for us to do a further uh, breakdown on him. Um, because uh, I, I know I wrote down a lot of notes on his game. Yeah. I'm excited about him. Um, so Elijah Moore at 23. And the last pick, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, of our 24-player mock draft, I'm going to go with our boy from Central Pennsylvania, Mr. The Best All-Around Tight End in this class, Mr. Pat Fryermuth. And I usually just call him Pat as it is, just just Pat. Yeah. Uh, and Pat is, uh, Pat is an all-around tight end. Again, okay, I'm trying to not to be biased here. I am a Penn State grad. I'm a Penn State fan. But I think that uh, Pat Fryermuth is a is a very well-rounded tight end who is going to excel at the next level in the run game. But he's, I think he's even being a little bit underrated in what he can do in the passing game. I think he's versatile enough where, um, you know, he he's gonna he's gonna carve out a significant role, even for your fantasy team, um, as an all around tight end. So I really like him. While I have no qualms about Kyle Pitts being the best tight end, especially for fantasy purposes, he's just so dynamic and such a good athlete that he's almost like a receiver. I do think that Fryermuth is the best all-around tight end, and I think he's going to surprise some people in in just how many how involved he'll be in the passing game. I just Again, want the Steelers to take this him. all hinges on where these guys land. Uh, could change quickly. But me too, man. Me too. I really want the Steelers to take him. I think he'd fit fit really well there, but I think he's going to fit in a in a number of different systems. So I'll take Fryermuth at twenty four. And uh, to wrap this thing up, so let's just before we go, a guy coming up at the senior bowl. We'll be talking about here soon. Um, So honorary 25th pick is going to be Dwayne Eskridge, a guy out of Western Michigan. Um, Dude, dude has speed for days. Whenever you guys are watching the senior bowl, there'll be somebody we're going to talk about here on the upcoming podcast, most likely. But this guy has this guy can scoot. All right. Um. Yeah. Bob. We'll we'll be uh we'll be hitting everybody at the Senior Bowl. So we'll have to take a look at him and a bunch of other guys too. So hey, listen, we're gonna be really ramping things up here with uh, some player evaluation podcasts. Um. But you know, it sucks this year that we're not gonna have that scouting combine to really get uh, even a more of a look at guys. So we'll be paying close attention to the Senior Bowl. Thankful that we're getting a lot of big name guys in the Senior Bowl too. So that will be big. Um, but it's going to be a crazy year in terms of evaluations, even, you know, for NFL personnel trying to get, uh, you know, a good gauge on some of these guys, especially guys that have opted out in the 2020 season. So, uh, that does it for our two round mock draft. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.